welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the happiness enigma. Welcome. I'd like to continue a discussion of happiness in this talk. Happiness is an interesting concept. It's something that we all want so much, and so often we don't really get it. And when we do get it, so often it does not last. So is there such a thing as lasting happiness? And, and what is the role of happiness within the Buddhist path and training and path of meditation? I find the topic of happiness so evocative and poignant. So many times the idea of true happiness seems like a receding horizon. We keep trying to get there and it keeps eluding us. It keeps, we think we're getting closer and it seems farther and farther away. It's kind of the over the rainbow quality. It's happiness is so connected with some kind of really basic human yearning or longing for something that we don't quite grasp. In math, there's a concept of limits where you keep getting closer and closer. You can keep getting closer and closer forever, but you never reach the actual limit. And so happiness has that quality. We can get closer and closer, can feel we're almost there, but then we never quite make it. So there's a sense of fundamental pain of life that what we most desire is most hard to hold on to or truly reach. So ephemeral and difficult to hold. The other thing, and it's really prevalent in, in our society, is that there's notion that we should be happy. We should be happy. And it's bad to be unhappy. We feel unhappiness is not valid. And there's a lot of pressure to put on a happy face, to appear to be happy, to to be one of the happy ones, not one of the sad loser. So how can we get beyond the kind of limited sense of happiness as uh, rejecting all those true feelings of unhappiness that are part of life and see the validity of happiness or sadness, both. Valid experiences, we experiencing them, why reject them? There's a certain valor, I suppose, in holding a happy smile when you're going through all sorts of troubles, but it's not really very lasting and it's kind of brittle and rigid cup of happiness. Although, I suppose you could pretend to be happy, pretend to be happy long enough, maybe you actually feel happy. I don't know. So the topic of happiness raises a lot of questions. Is it only this receding horizon kind of event found somewhere better? And in the Buddhist story of the Buddhist awakening, he saw it's possible to be happy in this world with its pain, its suffering, with its sickness, with its old age, with its dying, with its disappointments and losses. Somehow there's some quality of happiness that can be more close at hand. And this is a different kind of happiness than what I call if-then happiness. If this situation works out, I'll be happy. If not, I'll be unhappy, which puts us totally at the whim of the circumstances of the moment. So true happiness has to come from something more reliable, something within us that can weather ups and downs both. I think this enigma of happiness uh, is expressed in the very root of the word. I, I went on a dictionary binge and looked up a lot of terms, and happiness was one of those terms. And it said it comes about from the root of hap, which means by chance or luck. And that is happiness in its fickle manifestation. 
It may happen. It may not. Totally unpredictable. Just purely by chance or luck. Not so bad. It's nice to have a lucky moment of happiness. But you're talking about something that can be more of a steady, nurturing, positive force that can be truly reliable in our lives. There's a traditional Buddhist short prayer for developing loving kindness and exploring this idea of happiness, which goes like this. May all beings enjoy happiness and the root of happiness. So this brings up the question of what is the root of happiness? In this aspiration, which interestingly enough is based on the breath, aspiration, we inspire and aspire. We aspire for all levels, just ordinary happiness. We want people's situations to be healthy and warm. And we want people not to have to face so many horrible difficulties that so many people are stuck in. We want people to enjoy simple happinesses, like a good meal or a friend or a kind word. But we're also aspiring to something more deep-rooted, more deep-rooted. But it's the root of happiness, the root of happiness in the understanding of this particular aspiration. It's pretty clear that continually struggling to be happy, forcing some kind of happiness is counterproductive. It just doesn't work that well. We're always having to keep pumping something up. And so much of the common understanding of happiness is something that's really pumped up and kind of unnatural in a certain way. And we kind of cling, we kind of pump something up and then cling to it. That is some relief from the uh, boringness or the dullness or basic dissatisfaction of just regular life. So is there a middle way between this struggle to force some kind of happiness and kind of hanging out waiting for, uh, by chance or luck, to happiness to land on us bluebird of happiness land on our shoulder. Good luck. Is there a third option? Is there a third way? And I hear, I think that a lot is revealed in the practice of simple practice of mindfulness or or meditation. When we're not doing anything, we're not trying to get somewhere, we're not trying to avoid anything. And can we then connect with something that kind of goes beyond ups and, and downs and the highlights and the lowlights that is some kind of ease, maybe, ease. I don't really expect the world to suddenly be all cozy and nice. It's filled with all sorts of difficulties and traumas and pain and conflict of all kinds. So given that that's the case, can we find the roots of happiness even within this world as it is? So when you do the aspiration and say, may all beings enjoy happiness and the root of happiness, a couple of things are happening to address this question. The first is you're raising a concern for others. You're raising loving kindness. You think of all beings, not humans, but all beings, may they be happy. So right away, there's something happening that's a little bit different from clinging to some kind of happiness for oneself. Of course, you're included, but you're not excluding anyone else. You're not included as a special central being, but just part of the aspiration for all beings to be happy. So thinking of others and yourself in terms of all beings starts to change things right away. So you're cultivating kind of kindness, which is fundamental to getting beyond a superficial happiness to a more long-lasting sense of well-being. And at the same time, you're rousing some kind of inquiry or inquisitiveness by saying, may all beings enjoy happiness and the root of happiness. So the questions of the variety of things that people consider to be happiness, 
trying to find what is the root? What is the root? What are we talking about here? Is it just things going our way? What is the root? Do we have that root within us or is it somewhere else? And how can we find it? And how can we get beyond the challenge of the more we struggle to be happy, the less happy we are? Can we find happiness beyond continual struggle? So these are kind of interesting inquiry and kind of exercising our happiness muscles and our loving kindness muscles through a very simple prayer or aspiration. So thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.